Hello, friend, and welcome to Daily Treasure, a devotional podcast by Sharon Betters, produced by Mark Inc. Ministries, and I'm your narrator, Jane Ann Wilson. This week's guest writer is our friend Elizabeth Turnage, and today's devotional is Prisoners of Hope. Today's treasure is Return to your fortress, you prisoners of hope. Even now, I announce that I will restore twice as much to you. Zechariah 9.12 In the wake of the multiple losses a crisis can bring, jobs and businesses lost, loved ones removed by distance or death, long-anticipated joys like graduations and final celebrations erased from the calendar, it can feel agonizing to hope. It is tempting to think we are prisoners trapped in a dungeon of despair. And yet, into our dungeons of despair, our Redeemer has come to draw us out, to make us prisoners of hope. Zechariah, a prophet to the Israelites during their return from captivity, speaks hope during the uncertain season of rebuilding the temple. He foretells a day when prisoners will be set free from the waterless pit. Zechariah 9.11. Charles Spurgeon describes the waterless pits of the ancient Near East, which were dug to hold prisoners. The sides were usually steep and perpendicular, and the prisoner who was dropped down into such a pit must remain there without any hope of escape. Maybe you've felt like a prisoner in such a pit, stuck in a dark dungeon of despair, overwhelmed by your sins, or overwhelmed by your circumstances. It is a dark pit where light cannot penetrate, a waterless pit where no river of life can flow, a walled well of a pit where no handholds exist to help you climb out, a lonely pit where none can reach you and you cannot reach others, a crowded pit where accusing demons clamor at you, shouting out your shame. In this black pit of despair, Christ entered to captivate us by his love and make us prisoners of his hope. As Pastor Scotty Smith explains, Jesus is the Prince of Hope, who brings the promise of hope, who paid the price of hope, so we might become prisoners of hope. Zechariah asserts the promise of hope as the reason for rejoicing greatly and shouting loudly, Behold, your king is coming to you. Zechariah 9.9 Our Prince of Hope came riding, not on a massive white horse befitting a king, but on a young donkey, a humble ride for a humble ruler. Our Prince of Hope has won our peace, our peace with God, and our peace with one another. His rule of peace and hope extends into the deepest pit and beyond the farthest sea. By paying the price of hope, his own blood, he sealed our hope of forgiveness of sins, our assurance of God's covenantal love. Our Prince of Hope has restored to us the inheritance of the firstborn, the inheritance of his riches. Because of our Prince of Hope, we have become prisoners of hope. Shout aloud in a voice of triumph, be glad, be glad, be glad. You are no longer a prisoner in the pit of despair. You are a prisoner of hope 
a hope that is secure, a hope that will not disappoint. Lord Jesus, thank you for descending into our pit of despair and bringing us out as your prisoners of hope. Help us keep looking to your rescue and redemption for hope in our current struggles and losses. Amen. Friends, thanks again for joining us for the Daily Treasure Podcast. We are so grateful for our guest writers, and I know that God is using the words of Elizabeth to touch your heart and help turn your heart toward Jesus. As you know, if you've been hanging out at Daily Treasure for any length of time, you know that we love to tell you about some of our other resources that offer the help and hope of Jesus. And one of those is our Help and Hope podcast. And I want to introduce you to Annie Chapman. You may know of Annie through her writings. She has been such a creative person throughout her life in her passion for sharing Jesus with others. And I just love her book called The Mother-in-Law Dance. And I knew I had to have her on the Help and Hope podcast. And so she graciously agreed. And we just really enjoyed talking with one another. She's transparent. She's funny. But she's also very serious about helping us know how to relate to in those in-law situations. You know, mother-in-law jokes are rampant. You can find them anywhere. And the laughter is often at the expense of a mother-in-law. Becoming a mother-in-law after pouring your life into your son might be one of the most difficult challenges that some women face. Maybe family conflict is what you center your relationship around. And, And boy, that's hard, isn't it? Well, we're talking in our conversation about those very things, how difficult it can be to share a man How do you react when you feel as though your daughter-in-law doesn't care about you, doesn't want to have a relationship with you? So make sure you go to the Help and Hope app where you are going to find my conversation with Annie Chapman, or you can go to helpandhopenow.org, click Help and Hope, and you'll be taken to the Help and Hope podcast page, and you'll find my conversation with Annie there. So again, it's called the mother-in-law dance, and I know that you're going to enjoy our conversation. Again, I'm Sharon Betters. Thanks so much for joining us, and I look forward to being with you tomorrow.